Hey everyone, and welcome back to another Vigilantes episode of the Class 1A podcast. If you don't already know, the Class 1A podcast is a weekly My Hero Academia podcast where each and every week we dive into the lore of the universe, the Vigilantes manga, or once March 27th come around, now that we officially have a release date for Season 5, we'll be diving into each and every episode of the anime as it airs each Saturday. But that's not what we're here right now. Today we're here to talk about chapters 86 through 90, of the My Hero Academia Vigilantes manga. I am Andrew Nimsgren, and alongside me as always, I have James Graham and Dylan Beal alongside me to jump into this flashback arc where we are getting so many character appearances from ones we didn't even really expect. Before talking about the actual chapters, how are you guys feeling after reading these couple? You go ahead. You uh, st- you, uh, you I, I feel I feel weird. I feel weird about it because like they're good chapters, but like we're, we're I just want to get get into it. I want to get into the end of the story we're we're in the end game we're getting there and so this feels like a deviation from it but it's a it's weird because it's a deviation into cool stuff so I, I have mixed feelings and relevant stuff uh, yeah it's relevant but like i know what dylan's saying it's like just get me back into the meat the meat and potatoes because we're like we're right there but at the same so time close. like i'm i i have mixed feelings about these chapters i'm overall happy but i'll share my distaste later Interesting. This is the most meh we've came into a, like a Vigilantes chapter, so I'm really excited to talk about those. But before we get into that, if you are listening on whatever podcasting platform, please do leave a five-star review if you can, or anything, any interaction with us, even if it's on twitter.com slash popped underscore off. Just interacting with us, letting know that you guys are enjoying the content means the world to us. We really enjoy making these, and going through Vigilantes has been so much more fun than we thought. So we'll have a little bit of news about that at the end of the show before we wrap up. But today, let's actually start talking about chapter 86, which is going to be the beginning of a flashback into the O'Clock superhero days. We see that the detective that Knuckle Duster has been working with, Detective Tanurma, is working with O'Clock to look into a place called the Underground Masquerade, which is an illegal fighting ring that is pretty much to the death sometimes, but it's pretty much an anonymous there. They even go about how we're all nobody. They're making a big deal out of all that. And they're sending it over O'Clock as an undercover agent to not actually shut down the legal fighting ring, but instead look for the drugs and the uppers and drug boosters that are be using behind the scenes after the fights take place. So he goes in as this scruffy, the ripper to, that looks a lot like the knuckle duster we know today to go into the fighting ring and get into the medical area backwards. But who he ends up going against is known as the rapper, or as some of us know from the vigilant, I mean from the actual anime, this is Rappa, who was part of the Shihasuki arc and went against Fatcom and Kirishima. And this is the earliest and first really mention of him in the chronological timeline. And he is a 20-0 fighter that has just been absolutely destroying everyone that comes into ring to him and still has that very honor-bound, kind of just enjoying to fight mentality. Going into chapter 87, the fight actually starts where the rapper is the rapper is just continuing going attack after attack. And O'Clock is using his quirk to kind of slow down time and read all that not to get hit by his things. Because pretty much anyone would probably knock him down pretty well. So they go down there until eventually he does actually get allow one of the hits to hit him and knocks him out so that he loses and ends up going into the, to the medical tent. Meanwhile, actually, during the fight, we see a young fat gum that is helping a group of girls um, that are on a trip from a hero school that have gotten lost and just going with that. When all of a sudden he says, I need to go. 
I smell a battle in the distance. And it was just really fun to kind of get the moment of seeing Beckham during a chapter when going against the Rappa, who was such a cool moment of both their arcs. But we see um, Defeated Ripper going into the background where he is about to be injected with medical substance that is going to help him with the next fight. But before we actually get a continuation of that, we do see a masked Rumi um, Uskayami, which is also known as, what is her hero name, Dylan? I don't know why I'm blanking on that right Mirko? now. Mirko, thank you. I don't know why I blanked on that so much. We see Mirko, a much younger, finally arriving and saying that she finally found out where the fighting arena is. So going into chapter 88, we see that the Ripper kind of like talks to the medical staff a little bit and they kind of explain everything that's in there. And they're like, oh, since you're awake, we'll actually get you consent before boosting you with their upper on and all that. And he pretty much goes and knocks out everyone in the back room, including security, and takes the drug as evidence. As he's walking out of the medical bay, he runs into the rapper who's kind of going on and saying like, hey, I can tell you we're really into the fight. Kind of this good, happy, chipper mood, just wanting to fight again to the death but very casually talking about that, saying how it didn't seem like he was into it and kept asking again and again um, to fight again. And then suddenly Mirko does show up and she pretty much deals the spotlights, um, jumping in the middle of the arena as two people are about to begin their fight and knocks them both out instantly. Then at the very end of it, she challenges everyone in the entire place to come and fight her. Pretty much as we find out that she's already pretty well known for coming to these fighting like arenas and just kicking everyone's butts. So she kind of has a name and she's actually gotten in trouble with one of her last schools because she was caught doing this. But at the very end of chapter 88, we see two mysterious uh, figures watching over the events of the arena through a security camera, talking about how they're going to abandon the arena, but now they think it's otherwise to uh, harvest some of the more valuable quirks. At chapter 89, it starts out with pretty much the entire crowd coming to fighting Tiger Bunny, a.k.a. Mirio, Amirko, and she's just continuing to beat everyone when the Ripper and the Rapper walk out in the arena to see what's going on. And suddenly, as they do, a gas starts to fill the entire arena, all the doors close, and people start realizing that, one, the masquerade staff put on masks to protect themselves, and two, that everyone that kind of takes in the gas turns into a bigger and more monster-like version of themselves with their quirks. And then suddenly they will see a black mist coming out of nowhere that will then take the quirk out of the person that have received the upper. So with seeing that, um, O'Clock kind of gathers up the Ripper and Tiger Bunny saying that, hey, I need both your help. I am this uh, pro hero and we need to get out of here before we have our quirk storing as well. There's a couple of funny interactions talking about the argument of if kick power or punch power is more important in a fighter and all that. But throughout all of that, um, it goes on to chapter 90 where we see a hooded masked figure kind of being there. And O'Clock figures out that they are using the cameras around the arena to use this black mist to take the corks. So he shoots out all that and they begin working their way with the gas mask to try to escape when suddenly there is this hooded black, uh, this hooded man that is stopping them from getting out and they all go in and start fighting it, mainly O'Clock versus him. And they're not able to tell, it looks like he has a couple of different quirks, but they all end up fighting in a combination in a way so that eventually Tiger Bunny is able to escape and get the police and detectives in um, eyesight screaming out that we need him, we need the one, get All Might. And that is where the chapter ends. And yeah, so... A lot happening in there. 
totally different direction than everything that's been happening up to here. And I just want to get your general thoughts of, before talking about the Atchison chapters, why you guys aren't as hot as them. Because I love this. And even last week, I talked about last week that there had been some totally random arc here that jumping right back into the Koichi versus number six fight was going to be way too quick and that there had to be some other world building thing. So I don't know if I expected a flashback, but this is going to be the flashback of answering how Knuckle Duster got to be where he is, which is such a big unknown in the story. And I love everything that happened in these chapters. And I'm not mad that they derailed it all. No, I mean, I, I think it's fine. I think it's it's we're just mad on it because we're excited to see what happens with the conclusion of the story. And we're so close to it that like, this is just a slight deviation from that, like uh, that, that sprint to the end. And I think it's just us being excited about it. So I, these, these chapters aren't like bad or anything. And we're only saying mad because like I said, it's, it's a deviation. And, but I mean, they're cool. We, we get to see, we get to see our rabbit girls show up that rules. All right. So that was, the, that, that's like my one bone to pick with this. So that like, the Mirko like is in this because I was like, come on, man. There's so many other heroes you get a drawn from. No, she she's she's in the area. Though. I know she's in the area, but she's not even a pro hero. She's still a goddamn student at this point. Like, give me give me anybody else. Give me anybody. Boo, else. boo, whatever, boo. man. Whatever, boo. whatever. You can boo I, me. Like, you can boo me. But that that's a, such a cool part about it that like bringing Rappa back. Okay, like, Rappa what? coming like, back why? is sick. Rappa being in this was super dope so was miracle being uh, in like, sick. I, mean, I don't know i don't know what it is i i'm not i'm not as hype on the on the Mirko like you know like hype train as everybody else she's she's just never done it for me her personality pisses me off um but like the fact that that rapa was in here i thought was super super sick it was like it's super on brand for him to be there too um i also like seeing like i mean you saw it a bit in the anime that he had like this very like you know it's it's to the death we beat the shit out of each other we don't use weapons all this stuff you saw it a bit in in the in the anime but in this it's like turned up to 11 and i think it's before he gets like humbled or some shit like i mean he, he and he could even like i don't i don't know if he's just bluffing saying that he could tell that o'clock wasn't putting his heart into it just because he took him out so easily or or what but i think i thought he was a really good character to hear and i like i i think i'm gonna kind of echo kind of what dylan said is it's not that I don't like the the content of the chapters. It's just the placement, and I get that you got to kind of have to flush out what's going on with, with what happened with O'Clock a bit. But like we already kind of had that, like briefly, we had a weird little flashback with him. So now we're just we're we're doubling back, and I'm always kind of hesitant when you do these double backs. Well, we know where this ends. Yeah, like, exactly. We know, we know this, exactly this where ends, ends up. Yeah, yeah. We we know the conclusion, and it's nice to like figure out what happens in that bit. But we we know what happens. Like we know the end to it. So it's not like we're getting this totally new crazy insight, unless they drop something on us. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think we all have an idea of who the hooded man is. Actually, no, I I don't. I, I, I don't. You don't. I think it's number six. I mean, probably he recognizes overclock that he was bred into this Nomu like creature, Nomura. I think this is one of the earliest version of Anomu, and I think this no, is number I know, six. No, I know who it is. I know who it is. Ooh. It's number five. Because, like, why would he have all these quirks, right? Like, he has all these quirks. It has to be number five and gets put in number six. Wait a second. Is that why nine's called nine? Oh, shit. No, nine's called nine because of his quirk. Not because... On, oh, no, because they, they found nine, didn't they? 
They didn't. But they could have renamed him. Oh, they could have renamed him. Oh my god, is that? Well, no, he's not a. He, okay, never. Okay, we're DV. We're DV. Anyways, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. One other one. Do you know who else had a hood that was had a bunch of quirks? Hooded, like high end hood, from the um, Endeavor Hark. Yeah, he was a hooded Nomu like creature that had a lot of these powers, didn't he? He was in like a corner, like 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 dog. No, high end. High end is a general kind of thing, though. Yeah, because the high ends are like, aren't they like a? They're, they're literally the high end note, like the high end, like. I don't, yeah, well, I mean, no we note. never really got clarification if that was like, if that was like a, if that was like a like a title for him specifically, or that's like a, a, a classification. But like, yeah, I don't. I there's a, I could see, I could see it being six. I could see it, but I mean, I don't know where the age lineup is. I don't like. Well, no, I. So that's why I think it's it's like five. Like I literally think it's the one before because this is just a vessel that they're using, and because six, uh, uh, rock rock nomu or whatever we call them, rock nomura, uh, because like nomura imagine. doesn't have have like all the abilities. He only has a clock's abilities. It, it actually makes sense. For no, he does. He has other abilities. He had, he can regenerate his arms into the explosion stuff. Oh, he doesn't have stretchy though. True. So I, that's why I think I think that's the case. I think that's that that's probably the case. And I also think it's the uh, uh, there's other reasons for why that's the case, but uh, there's more manga spoilers that I won't go into for for the main series. Okay, fair. Uh, I'm interested about that. I I think it's something to do with one of the numbers. I I think we're on the right path with that. If it's number six or not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the fact that he had these no move like abilities. And he recognizes O'Clock, which is why I thought it was number six because of that. But yeah, that that makes sense. That makes sense because I mean that, and that's like very within within the manga. Like I mean, because he like he watched him and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So one thing I thought was really cool is obviously we know we know who's up in the uh, in the rafters in the shadows, you know, stealing these quirks. That was such a cool that way was, for him to that was really yeah, sick. Where he's reaching through the genius. portals. That is so cool. That's unreal. Yeah. How cool that is. And it answers the question of how he gets so many quirks. Like, like if this is like what he did had he they talked about like closing down this arena. Like, clearly this is not a one-time thing. He is a very smart man with how he's done this, and he's been going on for, he's been living forever, it seems like, too. So like the fact that thing about that, he probably had multiple of these on and he can just has all these different avenues of harvesting quirks. God, he's a scary villain. Yeah, he is. Hey. And he's just like, it's a wealth. It's a, like, it's well thought out. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not all for one going up and like one V wanting all these people. He's just, he's just like, he's, he's just done it in such a smarter, like skeevier kind of way. Right. And I think, and I mean, it, it makes sense with Kirishima or, um, oh my God, not Kirishima. What the fuck is his name? Uh, Beckham? Uh, Portal Dude. Kirigiri. Kirigiri, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kirigiri. Yeah, almost like in this caretaker role because he was under all for one for so long that once once Shigaraki came into the picture, he was almost like his advisor sort of thing. I mean, it's never like straight up saying that like he was put in there for all for one to kind of watch over, but it makes sense if they already had this pre, pre-established relationship, right? Also makes it really hard to peg how old Kirigiri is too, mainly because he's a portal, but like, I think man. I think like we're seeing the inclusion of some like like some characters who are already in the main universe so well done in this storyline, right? Yeah, I I think that's so cool because I just it, it's it's nice to see characters that we know used in contexts that make sense. It's not like a random like pop in like, what's up? I'm 
uh, you know, I'm so and so. I'm just passing through town or whatever. What's well, kind of what it's they like do with act- Fackham, right? Like that's like they just no, no. They're from they're from the area. Well, yeah, so it yeah, makes yeah, sense. But, like, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, okay. The Fackham reference, even though it was three pages, made me so happy. I smiled so big when I saw him in this. He still had the big hoodie on. He looks giant. He still looks super tall, even back then, even though he was younger. He stood like three times the height of the girls that he was helping, and they were high schoolers. Well, he just, he gets wide. He doesn't get tall. He's still (laughs) just a tall guy. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess, well, I mean, like, it's hard to really dive into too much here because a lot of it was fighting and setting up, and it's it's a flashback. Like, we can't talk about this in the overall universe because, like you said, Dylan, we know where this ends. We, it's clear that this has been going on for a while. We didn't have a time jump of how far back this was, but. We know in the current timeline, Mirko's a full-fledged hero now. Like, she was at the Sky Egg. She was in that in a hero already. And she's in high school now. So this is at least one, two, three years. Any time between that before this all happened. I mean, Fatgum looked like he was a pro hero at this point. So, Yeah, I mean, I I mean it, it, it's, it's, it's three years back at, like, a very minimum. And judging on where uh all all for one is kind of at right now in terms of he's still like in this back alley stuff it's it it seems like it's kind of far back yeah and and, and obviously in this universe like five years is actually a really really long Mm -hmm. time in terms of events happening but i think it's that because he's still in this like weird like back alley kind of ceiling yeah and well yeah and the other thing is too is he's still got a he's still got a full face like he's got he's got a head you know what i mean like he's not that weird like misshapen form you see him in the show where he's like, you know, he's like half, like half a skull kind of thing. You know what I mean? It looks. No, he looks like a normal he looks like, man. He looks, he looks like, like a, a dude in a suit. Man. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited to see where it goes from here. Because I mean, like, yes, we, uh, we, we ultimately know the conclusion of O'Clock and what happens with, and when he becomes Knuckle Duster and stuff like that. But like, do we get more backstory on All for One? Because that would be kind of dope. Right, like I mean, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't. I, I don't think, I don't think we get too much into it because, like, that is that's like precious material for the main series. Yeah. That I, I, I think that I feel like All for One's kind of done at this point in the main series. He's locked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, I'm... like this would like well, okay. So, like you said, we already got a flashback. We know how Knuckle Duster loses his yeah. work. Like, we know where this ends. So, what are we gonna get out of this? Well, I mean, we're he's, not gonna get he, anything so important with Fat Gum here. Well, we're not gonna like. It has to be something Nomu related. If it's not all for one related, it has to be well, something it could be Nomu O'Clock related. Two related though. Like, well, no, I think it's. I think it has to be like Nomu related because like all for one being locked up, he's like this like a uh, he's like breaking case of emergency backstory stuff that like you you wait until you need to like talk about something. And you're like uh, a flashback to this, and you crack <laughs> it and like you you bring it open or whatever. Like, cause that's like the classic thing, right? You throw someone in jail until they need to come back. Stain, hint, hint. Please, please bring him back. I want more. Stain. <laughs> you want more of him? But yeah, but I, I think, I think it makes sense for where the story's at that we go into like, what is six? What like what is he like? Is he what we're thinking of on? Cause like we speculated that because his name is Nomura, that he's probably a Nomu of some sorts because it says he was created and whatnot. I think it goes into that, which that bring that like that is the broader like one for all like discussion topics but like i think that's the slice that we're really going to go into yeah i think i think this is like yes we get more like more o'clock but i think we're going to get more nomura stuff cuz i mean like what we've seen before is that he's in, in reference i guess to the anime he's more developed than a than high end right 
Your high end can't hold like a shape. Nomura can is straight up a person. You know what I mean? High end. Yeah, that is wait. That's weird, right? right? Like I mean, Why like, like that, it's then? we're straight up seeing some fucking Star Wars level shit. Where in the past everything was more civilized and more brought up, and now as you go into the future, that technology has been lost or some shit like that, and that's what's happened. Uh, unless it's well, like, it could just be the order of creation too. That doesn't make it. It it, it could be, yeah. or because because it, it could be a thing of like maybe all the Nomu that ever existed were just made like during this time, and like no new ones were ever made. Yeah, and like maybe that's why. Or the other or thing. Also, I'm... he has less quirks. I mean, high ends like the hooded one from that had a ton of quirks. He could literally spit out smaller Nomu. Like that is far beyond. Yeah. What Rock has. Rock was given a quirk. And then he has this kind of explosion one too, which is probably what he was born with to give him the old clock. So he has two, maybe three quirks, which is a lot less than what we've seen from every other Nomu besides the basic dumb ones. But even they probably have a couple of damage nullifying strength and or But I think that's why though. Yeah. Like like the reason why they look so bad is because like because they have all these random quirks, like maybe it misshapes them. Yeah. Whereas whereas Nomura is a person as one, or, one two. or two, but he's a functional human being. Well, like, I mean, he's a functional being person thing creature. creature. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I, I think that's, I think that's where it's going. I, I kind of agree with that if it's not all for one, I think we have to get either number six backstory, which maybe tells him why his obsession with knuckle duster and o'clock came to be. Cause that is a big part of his story up to this mm. point. And it's kind of idolizing o'clock. And I also think this means Knuckle Duster is coming back in the main series. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't I see a... why you do this flashback without him coming back, at least for the final confrontation. Oh, I literally yeah. think it's going to be this flashback arc, and then it's the fight. Yeah. I don't think there's anything else here. I think we have two, three more chapters of this flashback, and then it's literally... Because it started out a little bit um, with, in chapter 86, right before the flashback, they talked about... um someone doing a big donation to the hospital a private company yeah a private company and we don't know anything about that then it jumps instantly to the flashback so obviously there's probably gonna be some kind of connection with that and i'm assuming that private connection had something to do with all for one or with number six like or something like that where that's how they're going to get in through this expansion or this donation or something like that that's going to lead directly to the confrontation so i think it'll be a one chapter setup after this flashback and then the final arc. Wait. And the final battle. Do you think that's a way that he gets people? Is like if he controls the hospital, he could just take people out of the hospital. Wait, could this be the same? Like, no, this isn't the same hospital that. No, oh, never mind, never mind, never mind. But I don't know. That that could be it. That that really could be it. Is that he does control the hospital? That is actually a really good point. Yeah, like because I mean it's a, like because the thing I thought was like I don't know is like we see. We see All Might's agency reduced to nothing. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't have an agency after a while. Does he just, like, liquidate his assets and then donate? But, I mean, like... Yeah, who has the money? Yeah, well, that's just it, right? So, like, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think it is totally what Andrew said, though. I think it's going to be a thing of, like, the, the greater entity of, of All for One, like, whatever that thing is. The Kyber, the ended Kyber up, Corp of All for One, yeah? Yeah, the Kyber Corp ended up buying the huge donation to hospital. They got to renovate a thing. That's how they're going to get in and, and kind of... Uh, you know, maybe sneak her out or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's like it's like as like I guess like the, the the flashback at like a glance seems kind of like jarring and janky, and you're kind of like, oh, why is this here? But I guess like once you actually start thinking about it, like it has a place. You know what I mean? So there's there's enough going on. 
Yeah. Is there anything else that we want to talk about here? I think we kind of uh, yeah. I think we've kind of we got to got it. Got over everything with a fine tooth comb at this point. I mean, I'm stoked with more rapper. I was always I was happy about that. Yeah, that is a, that is a weird. He's like a pretty weird inclusion. He's a, he's a weird character to bring back, but like I wasn't I wasn't upset about it. I was I, like as soon as I saw him, I was like, how many more Shihatsuki guys are we gonna get? But it was just him. So. All right, go on. Yeah, sorry. I was just kind of reading something that I don't know how they know that, but I apologize. I was reading wikis, just kind of clicking through links off of, like the summaries, and it just seemed. Andrew not being well researched so. before an episode is. It's shocking. Well, no, I was trying to be more research. I was trying to go in on stuff, but I guess we're we're pretty much all caught up though. So there's not much that I could really spoil, but I think we're good for the most part um, with that. But I can't think of too much else of what we had to say. Dive into these chapters, really. I think we're let's just go into ready for ultra. yeah, yeah. But all right. So with that, I mean the plus ultra reward. Everyone knows how it is. Each and every week. We pick a character that goes into the plus ultra reward. They went beyond one plus ultra. Dylan, who do you got first? Um, I think it's pretty obvious that it's Knuckle Duster. I think it has to be like I don't know. I, I thought it was like the infiltration plan was like pretty cool on how he got in there and like he he had a fight really hard, but also like like balance like throwing the fight in a special way that people wouldn't get suspicious. And obviously like Rappa like saw that saw through it, but like just because he was in the fight, yeah. but like his he threw the fight. And then he was able to actually, like, get going from there. And, like, he was able to survey the situation and see what was happening fairly quickly and, like, get everyone, like, into where they needed to be. Like, get the gas mask and, like, make sure that he has a path forward. I don't know. I thought I thought that was, like, a pretty highly well-executed plan. Yeah. I, I would mean, expect nothing less from him, though. Uh, yeah, I'm going to echo that because, it, it, like, it really fleshed out how effective of a hero, uh, like, Knuckle Duster was when he was outclocked and, like, how like how like dirt nasty he was as far as like effectiveness and just like general hero work like the guy was sick right and it makes me bummed out like again we don't get like the only time we see him as o'clock is basically leading up to his demise we don't actually get to see him when he was like his most effectiveness but i think yeah i mean i almost want to give it to kuragiri for this crazy ass you know missed like portal thing too but, like, I mean, where it's such a small fraction of the chapter, um, it's got to go back to O'Clock. But Kuragiri, he's real close. He's really close. What about you, Andrew? I'm going to Mirko. Oh, fuck you. Yes. I, I, yes. I mean, she literally came to an illegal fighting. Like, she, we learned a little bit more about her backstory. Is that, like, in middle school, she went from arena to arena, beating the shit out of people, got expelled from that middle school because of it. Now she's still doing it in high school. And is literally taking on a crowd of villain-like people with ease all at once. Like, I don't know. I love her. I love this character. I thought it was really fun. And even just her comedy interactions with uh, Rappa, too. I loved every moment she was in here, too. And I had never been a huge fan of her character in the current kind of running. She's a badass. But, like, this actually made her real, like, her personality and character more in these arcs, too. Which is a lot because it was a character I already had a pre-notion about. So her turning that around really was a lot for me. Come on, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know why you don't have I a problem. So I think it's but. fine. I think it's fine. Yeah, it's I like Mirko. I always want more Mirko. So. Yeah, I know you do. There's a subreddit but. for you there, buddy. Oh, oh, I know. <laughs> but with that, I think we are going to start wrapping up this episode. And before we wrap up this episode, talking about the future, what we're doing with vigilantes quickly is we've put so much time into. It. We've gone through the entire series up to this point. 
it feels weird not following through till the end. We know it's going to be kind of a close timeline with this series ending and the next one starting up, but we're going to continue on doing each and every chapter of Vigilantes one by one as they come out with every other week's schedule that we have going right now. So in two weeks, we will be doing chapters 91, 92, catching up to the most current chapter. And then every other week, we will keep on doing the chapters 93, 94 as they come out. If it starts getting into the season, we'll figure it out and talk to you guys about that then. But we're so close to the end of the series and it could really end any chapter now that we want to be there here with you guys until the very end. So we're going to keep on doing that and doing the special episodes every other week as it is. So we'll always talk about that as going forward. If anything changes because the chapter gets delayed, we'll let you guys know. But that is our strategy going forward because we want to finish this out because we're so invested in this series. But that's about all we want to say about that. We hope you guys are excited about that as we are. We will be wrapping up the episode here. Make sure to um, leave the five-star review, follow us on Twitter, all that kind of stuff. We just say that every single episode. But with that, thank you all for coming to this week's episode of Class 1A. We will see you all next Saturday.